we're going to do a little something different here. You know, one of the great, uh, I guess I could say structures that went with good radio production were jingles. And we use Pam's out of Dallas. I know you did too and others. Uh, but Pat, I want to play some KGR jingles because they were infectious. Now, you told me when I was visiting with you last, it was based on something operatic or classical. Well, yes. Uh, jingles at that time, we wanted them to be in block chords so that everybody could sing it, so yep. it had that emotional impact. But a, a jingle at that time, we didn't do it just to identify the station. We did it as a commercial for the station. We wanted people, to their hearts to be moved <laughs> by the jingle, not just 93KHJ, you know, not just a little short crap like that. We wanted them to, to be love songs, if you will, about the radio station. You were right. And it was the, the World's Fair coming to Seattle in 1962. I Our jingles at KJR were uh, old-fashioned and we needed to do something different. So I sat downstairs in the basement and wrote this thing called da 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 KJR Seattle. And I stole from the Los Angeles station, Channel 95, because the LA station from was Chuck Channel Bloor. 98. Chuck Bloor. And, uh, and that that started a, a, a song that people in Seattle still sing that song. Oh, there's no question. Let's hear a few of the KJR jingles. Fire them up. KJR Seattle, Channel 95. <laughs> best of times with music like that. I do want to thank uh, the late Lester Smith. Oh, yeah. He and Danny Kay, of course, brought the Seattle Mariners uh, to Seattle, the first uh, professional baseball team and major league team. But anyway, at KJR, they gave me total freedom. I know. I could do whatever I wanted with that station. And they just said, Pat, if you're ever worried that something will get you in trouble, run it past us before you do it. And I said, okay. And I never really had to do that because everything just worked. Freedom. No research, no study groups, none of that crap. Just... <laughs> Just artistry and creativity. You're, you're kidding. Those days. What were, a concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we did KJR. 
my best years were on CFUN because I was the program director like you were in Seattle, and we exchanged a lot of concepts. And I didn't have the big kahuna, but you did. Anyway, I think, did you get that out of Ron Jacobs, by the way? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of Honolulu. But anyway, I want to play some that will bring back memories to Bruce and our audience who are the main part here in Canada. CFUN sounded like this. Good morning, the world is bright and new. Just grin and you will win with C-Fun. Go, go, Channel 14. Go, go days. Oh, Channel 1410. Yeah, 1410. Yeah. Those were uh, it, actually the channel concept you know, was created by Chuck Bloor in Los Angeles. You know that was a, that was a, something with channel, channel fourteen ten. That's tough. He had a nice easy one, channel yeah. ninety five. <laughs> I, I mean, I could sing it with him as soon as I heard it. I mean, and I, you know, it was long distance radio for me, but I know that one. Oh man. Anyway, these were these were great days and great props. I call them uh, to surround whatever you're doing, and uh, it brought the station to life. You listen to uh, Marshall McLuhan uh, wrote a book. Like about medium is the message. And he said, radio's hot, television's cool. Well, sure, you know, that's what we were. We were hot on the radio. Not now. Nobody's hot on the radio to speak of. A few are, but not many. Do we have any more jingles? Well, I helped write this one, Pat. It's called Vancouver. The Royal City, the Fraser Valley, Vancouver Island too. All the way from the USA to Grouse Mountains View. With Sea Fun all the way. This is Vancouver. Did you outsource all that stuff, Red? Oh, yeah. The Fraser Delta, the lights of Mount Seymour, down to Boundary Bay. This is Vancouver. With Sea Fun all the way. And you're the reason why Number one, Seafun Good stuff, huh? Yeah, we did that uh, in the studio Actually, Frosty Forest helped me write that yeah, we sat there and figured out, what, what are we going to talk about? You know, from the lights of Mount Seymour down to Boundary Bay was the opening line, and the rest happened. Anyway, those were the jingles, and we had fun and with them. Cut those and they cut those in Vancouver, right? No. No, he didn't? Okay. No, we it had really to... sounded like Howie Vickers there all of a sudden to me. Oh, I know. Howie Vickers. Now, there's a guy that <laughs> You know, Red, if anybody started. ever criticizes the, the way we did jingles, uh, you just say, well, let me ask you a question. Do the people run around town singing your radio station call letters today? No. So, oh, they don't. No. Gee, maybe we had something going there, huh? No, no kidding. Hey, the next song we have is with the man known as the killer. And uh, he, uh, the rumors have it that he's uh, a little out of whack. Well, I just, I just think he is out of whack. But I've had some weird experiences with him. I put it in my book, uh, written by Robin Brunet, uh, you know, all about meeting Jerry Lee Lewis and working with him. And one time he was on uh, Vancouver Island with me in Ladysmith, and he. He took the piano and he tried it out. It wasn't tuned properly. So what did he do with it? He rolled it off the stage into the audience and played guitar the rest of the night. So he's a little wild. I mean, there's another way to get around that. I say, give me another piano or I'm going to play guitar. But no, not in Jerry Lee Lewis. That was one of the stories I told. And then we told earlier about him trying to get on uh, uh, with Little Richard. I would rather get Little Richard on because he wouldn't stop playing. And you know what? Before that concert, Bruce, which I had money in, I said, um, 
uh, Jerry, welcome to Vancouver. He said, I know, I know the city. I've been here many times. But tell me something. Is this a rock and roll show or a country show? I made the mistake. I said, it's a rock and roll show. What did he do? He get on, went on and played country. Yeah. Remember oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's an angry guy. <laughs> I had read, I had uh, Jerry D. Lewis in Bremerton. I, I, he would run my dance circuit. I'd run him to Yakima, Wenatchee, and Tacoma, and everything. And so, anyway, we're in Bremerton at the Sheridan Park Hall, where my limitation was 800 people could be in the Sheridan Park Hall. That was the fire department's limitation, yeah. period. So now I got Jerry Lee Lewis there, and I'm backstage, and the suddenly the chief of police and the fire chief comes back, and they're just so angry. They said, Pat, we let you have your permit. You promised no more than 800, and you've double-crossed us. I said, what are you talking about? I said, we cut off sales an hour ago. We only have 800. They said, come here and look. They took me to the edge of the stage, and we looked through the curtain. I said, oh, my God, because the people couldn't even, they were standing belly to yeah, belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't even move. And I said, I have no idea. I said, go check the box office. We haven't sold another ticket. And and they're angry, and they walk away. I go back to get Jerry because it's time for him to go on. And as I'm headed for Jerry's dressing room, here are kids pouring down the hall, <laughs> coming out of Jerry Lee's dressing room. And I go in, and he has sent his roadie, his assistant, downstairs to the mechanical room. They've gotten a stepladder, and they have run it up, and they've gone out in front where all the people that were turned down uh. couldn't get in. They said, come back here, and they charge him 10 bucks to come up the ladder <laughs> and crawl in. And I said, Jerry, for God's sake, how can you do this to me? He said, Pat, Old Jerry just needs another Cadillac. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the title of his song, because he loved country, and he loved Hank Williams, is You Win Again. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. C.I. began broadcasting on May 1st, 1980 at 6 a.m. C.I. 650. On July 1st, 1984, C.I. moved from 9.40 a.m. to 6.50 a.m. And on August 28, 2017, CIL 650 becomes Sportsnet 650, a Rogers radio station. 37 years of service to the community is quite a legacy. All of us at CIL 650 would like to thank each one of you for your support. Thanks for listening. And keep it smooth and easy. You